Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to a special pop-up edition of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. And you are in Austin, Texas at South by Southwest. What are you doing there? Well, there's no bad time to come to the great state of Texas. Let's just get that on the record. But I'm also here with thousands of other people attending South by Southwest. Yes. Which was made famous as a music festival, but they've geeked it up pretty good. Uh So government geeks like us have something to do while we're here. So what is the scene then in Austin right now vis-a-vis barbecue? Because that's my most important priority when I think about Texas. It is not in short supply. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Understatement. Although I had uh, a bowl of sausage and chicken gumbo <laughs> and a blackened shrimp poor boy for lunch. Yeah. So oh. I, need to go, I, need to, I need to get back on my diet when I come home. I will just say, as I always do, that you know how to do it right. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I learned from the master. Who's that? You. Oh, okay. Uh, at any rate, uh, well, I hope that this is a productive time for you. Now, you do know that by being there now, you missed the release of a document that is very near and dear to your heart. Well, you know, they have this thing called the Internet. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> And uh, thanks. Uh, so I'm all over it. I'm all over it. I did. I did not miss a beat. Budget request out from the White House uh, about a month after the original deadline. But um, when the deadline was obviously going to come and go, they promised a skinny budget today, and they did it. And so we can expect uh, meat on the bones, to use a barbecue analogy, in the next couple of weeks. As you're uh, watching this coverage uh, of this release from afar, what? jumped out at you as far as what was significant in the budget release? Well, uh, big numbers um, overall, obviously. Cuts to civilian agencies almost across the board. Um, I'm not sure Congress is going to look kindly on a lot of those proposals. The understatement continues. I focus a lot on the management stuff, and there's some meaty stuff in there. Uh, not the least of which is the reorganization of OPM and GSA. Um, so, uh, uh, and then there's um, the creation of a U.S. federal data service, um, plussing up the IT modernization fund. Anyway, a lot of good stuff to report in the budget as it relates to management. Is there an appetite in Congress, though, based on what we've talked about on this program about oversight and what we expect to see uh, Democrats in Congress and the House in particular pursuing? Is there an appetite to do any of those kinds of things and potentially give the administration anything that the administration could point to as a win? I think so. I think the, the OPM GSA reorganization is serious and that so long as the Professionals overseeing that effort uh, spend time sowing uh, support on the Hill. That has actually a chance. I think the IT modernization fund is something that is um, uh, generally thought positively of, and I suspect uh, 
that'll get a, a positive hearing as well. What do you think is the most likely scenario at this point? I know it's early, and I know there are many variables that could come into play between now and then. But the the challenge that I see is the administration wants so much money in the Overseas Contingency Operation Fund for the Defense Department as a way to get around the budget caps that the fear is that when you mix that in with some of the stuff the president said about the wall and so on, that people are already back here talking about the possibility of another shutdown. How do we avert another shutdown as though it's a done deal? Are you that pessimistic based on what you've seen in this budget request? No, um, because I'm so hard-headed, I have a hard time learning the lessons of history. I just, you know, it's hard to believe anybody's going to want to go through that again, even President Trump. Um, you know, the to the extent there there was a negative reaction in the polls from the shutdown, there's a period of recovery, cause, but there's a long time between now and the election. It'll be, when this rolls around the next time, you'll be closer to the election. And so I think people will be more risk averse. That is an optimistic way of reading the tea leaves um, but, of course, a lot of this other stuff is, is outside of the appropriations process. A lot of the legislation to accomplish the move from uh, OPM to GSA and DOD, um, those are things that are going to require authorizing legislation. Do you see what was promised here as uh, the fulfillment of the reorganization effort and the president's management agenda? Do you see the pieces put in place for the manifestation of that in this budget request? Absolutely. I mean, it's not everything, but it sure is a lot. Mm -hmm. The statistical agencies, Department of Agriculture, are two other uh, things that are mentioned in the budget. So I think people are moving out. And that moving out theme, I think, is interesting. There was a piece in Government Executive not long ago about um, the two bureaus inside the Agriculture Department that Secretary Perdue has said are moving outside of the Washington, D.C. area, and um, the unions in particular that represent those employees are just apoplectic about it, and uh, some of the employees are upset about it, even though it's only a total of about 600 people, it, or maybe 700. It's a huge deal, even within a, a, a relatively small piece of the agency, and so it strikes me if there's a difficulty about that and an uncertainty about that, I'm not sure how well that bodes for other efforts to be more dramatic or be more bold in trying to restructure agencies, especially if it involves putting those jobs in other parts of the country. It's hard to do. That's why it's not done so often. Um, and, you know, if you, if you look hard at the arguments to, against moving those agencies outside of Washington, they're pretty thin. There's not a real substantive basis for requiring these agencies to be in Washington, D.C. My statistician friends probably would argue with me, but I, I just think it can make sense. And if you're trying to create a more efficient, effective government, you know, leveraging not only the cost effectiveness of some more remote areas, but also getting closer to the customer, the farmer in this case. Final thought for this special pop-up episode, Robert. My colleague, former colleague and I, Jason Miller at uh, Federal News Network, we used to debate every year when the budget request would come out from the White House 
Um, his position was that this was a tremendously important thing and it needed to be examined to the nth degree as an indication of priorities of the administration. And apologies to Jason if I did not paraphrase his position well. And I debated from the point of view that because the finished product so seldom resembled anywhere near what the White House put out, and in fact, in many cases in the last 10, 12, 15 years, barely resembled an actual appropriated spending bill, that it was important to note and important to understand, but not the big deal that others made it out to be. I, I don't know that either one of us was right or wrong, but I wonder where in the spectrum you come down. The budget includes so many thousands of line items and language that impact agencies and government operations that whoever makes the opening bid has a very powerful position. So I, I don't think the role of the president in uh, beginning the putting his imprint on what will ultimately the budget, I don't think you can understate just how important that is. So I'm not saying you're wrong, but Jason was right. All right. Well, so then you don't have to say that I was wrong because you implied it quite implicitly. I do think I do think that, you know, this administration uh, proposes things that are so unlikely to be enacted, like the across the board cut to civilian agencies, that it diminishes that authority. Yeah, that's a bad idea, it seems to me. Yeah. You know, when you propose putting $150 billion in the Overseas Contingency Operation Fund, that's never going to happen in a million years. It kind of makes everybody go, it seems to me, makes everybody go, well, what's, is this really an opening bid or is this, what is yeah. it really? And those, those, big, those big ticket things will get a lot of attention. What I'm talking about is just the thousands of other details mm -hmm. that, again, being able to make the opening bid on gives gives the president and OMB so much authority. All right, on a professional level, what do you want to accomplish while you're at South by Southwest? You know, I, I think um, we had a real good time so far. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, a lot of great sessions that can, that highlight a lot of the what, what's good that's going on uh -huh. and a lot of the challenges. So I, I think you're reaching a new audience with a lot of what's going on in government um, you know, Arcana may one day be cool. Uh, Arcana is already so cool. It's already. Don't you cool. talk That's like right. that? That's right. Sorry, sorry. Um, so um, one of the things I learned last week, uh, as we were recording the the most recent episode, is that you've joined me on the keto journey. So be careful on the barbecue because there's sugar in a lot of the barbecue sauces, and do not eat the cornbread. I have not had any cornbread. Okay. I can't say the same about barbecue sauce. Well, and barbecue sauce is fine. You just have to be careful about eating some that's not super high in sugar. It's hard to ignore. I understand I that. really appreciate your looking out for me. I care about you. I care about you deeply. I really appreciate that. And I wish you well at uh, South by Southwest and say hi to all the team down there, especially Jen Kerber, who I'm a huge fan of. Yep. She's taking good care of us. She's, and, uh, she's rolled out the Texas hospitality like you wouldn't believe. And uh, come home safe, and uh, see you next week on FedHeads.
see you when we get back. Take Thank care. You, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store. 